Extreme Anime Radio. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Now streaming at twitch.tv slash extreme anime radio. With podcasts powered by Anchor at anchor.fm slash anime radio. Please note that our live shows are available to view on Twitch. However, portions of the audio recordings may be edited prior to podcast release. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio podcast in general. We appreciate your understanding and thank you for your support. Welcome, one and all, to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast for the beginning of February. In fact, Neff, it's if I do my math correctly here, two, two, twenty-two. The only time we're going to see it in our lives. And of course, if we had waited uh, another eleven, actually another twelve, twelve, no, thirteen minutes, it would have been two. Two 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 twenty twenty two. Two 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 twenty. Now you're losing me. <laughs> the twenty four hour clock, my friend. Oh, th- that would be after ten o'clock, wouldn't not? Twenty two twenty two. Okay, so you're going by the zero. You're going by the year. No, well, yeah, I was going by the year because I'm like. We're not still to be broadcasting at twenty twenty two at night, mainly because both of both of us have to, you know, at some point say, okay, we need to sleep because you know we got to get up in the morning for work. Right. No, but what I was what I was going on was uh, that uh, if we had waited past ten o'clock, then it would be twenty two twenty two on two two twenty two. I think we lost everybody. How you doing, Neff? How's everything? Yeah, doing okay. Uh, the marsupial, I'm not sure if he saw a shadow up here. I don't see how he could have because 
it's been raining and now it's snowing and it's like okay yeah i remember now this is the weather we're supposed to be getting in canada <laughs> in february around these parts mm, i think in uh say pennsylvania punxsutawney phil in pennsylvania he saw his shadow okay so you guys get an early spring us well, we know we, we got six more weeks of winter Okay, I can never remember. Is it when they see the shadow, it's not? or When you see your shadow at six more weeks. Ah, I see. That's it. Okay, well, <laughs> in that case then, you know, we got crappy weather now, and hopefully in, you know, a few weeks, the weather starts turning again. <laughs> uh, well, I'd like to welcome everybody, and I see we have some guests here. We have uh, Mika Zelda in the chat who joined us yesterday, and I think it will be joining us uh, later tonight, as well as Keiichi-san. This is the birthday week of uh, Extreme Anime Radio, celebrating uh, 21 years. So Extreme Anime Radio is old enough to drink now. That's their running joke. Indeed. I'm celebrating, you know, as appropriate. (laughs) By drinking, of course. Of course, yes, well. Um, We also have the Mog, who also gifted some subscriptions to... Some of our followers, which we really appreciate. Thank you so much. Um, if you've seen our Twitch streams the last couple of days, you notice now we have the little ticker information on the side uh, telling you about uh, subscribers and followers and all that. Just want to recognize the people who are continuing to support us. Um, we don't have that information yet on the podcast, but we're eventually going to add it. Uh, maybe in the next week or two, we get. Uh, some things figured out because Neff, if we uh, put the ticker information off to one side, then our locations on the screen are going to have to change as well. Yes, we'll be moving quite literally. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but um, definitely want to thank everybody for their support as we start uh, year 22 of this little side project. Ha ha ha. That uh, Keiichi san started. Um, if you are watching and you would like to avail yourself of our audio podcast, you know where to go. That's anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. And if you are listening to the said podcast right now on Anchor or Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform, remember to check us out on Twitch because lately it's not just a podcast we do on Twitch. So please check us out at twitch.tv forward slash extreme anime radio. And for those of you watching on the screen there in the corner, all the links to everything related to us, linktree.com slash anime radio. So you have a nice little tech background going tonight. Uh, My background is the state flag of Texas. Just a little bit of a tribute to Texas tonight because I think uh, like 90% of the state is under some sort of winter storm warning. So... Uh, just sending my uh, prayers and good wishes there that they can survive what's hitting them uh, tonight, tomorrow, and whatnot. Which I would reply, again? Yeah. Yikes! Because I think this happened last year, didn't it? Yep. And there were a bunch of people who got caught saying things like, Oh, everything is fine! As the electrical grid basically crumbled around them. <laughs> Yipe! Uh, the Mog is in Texas. We expect the next two days to be shut down. Yes. <laughs> um, and uh, Kay is highlighting his post. Once again, if you are on Twitch right now, 
Um, the alerts that you would normally see when we're streaming are disabled, and that's just because we have a podcast and we're recording our voices um, to audio so that we can put it to the audio podcast. So we don't get all these dun, 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 every 10 minutes or so. Yes, it, it it's rather distracting, and in in my you know advanced years, I I don't need distractions, at least no more than usual. Yeah, I know you have a lot of uh, distractions going up in Canada now. Uh, your prime minister has COVID, and uh, some other political leader has been given the boot. The boot is right <laughs> by his own party, who basically said you got one election, and you didn't win. So, pink. yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately in Canada political parties do one of two things they hold on to their leaders until way past their best before dates mm -hmm. or the minute they don't do what everybody expects them to do i.e. win mm -hmm. yeah. and in this case um, the leader of the conservative party Aaron O'Toole was taken out behind the tool shed and given last rites oh no well, you're very blunt about these things. Well, sometimes you have to be blunt because the party complained that he wasn't, you know, strong enough against, you know, the Liberal Party leader Trudeau. The problem is Canada doesn't really like strong, you know. Mm. Let, let's just say if the last president you had would have tried to run up here for any of the political parties – that person would have been summarily, you know, fired back over the border with extreme prejudice. Oh, Naku. Hello, Naku. Thank you for joining us here for the podcast. Uh, Naku, one of the cosplayers of our mascot, Sarah Yoshida, and who has also been involved in a lot of uh, projects recently. Um, we are actually, that reminds me, we're going to be sharing some new Sarah artwork here. As a matter of fact, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to do this now. So if you just give me one second, again, if you're listening to us on Anchor, there's no way you can watch this because you're listening to us. That's Captain Obvious talking. Um, so um, if you're on Twitch, this is a project that uh, actually uh, another cosplayer, Emma Castiel from the UK, came up with. Um, showing uh, Sarah working with um, someone who has uh, disabilities. So here is that result. Sarah dancing in a studio uh, with this young uh, woman here. Done by Felicia Kaze, who's been involved in a, a lot of art projects with Sarah. Uh, and again, Emma Castiel gave us the idea. What do you think, NF? I think it's a very well done photo. I mean, the lighting is excellent. Um, the subject matter is very nice. And it's very well done, I, I must say. Yep. So uh, we will be debuting that artwork probably tomorrow on the um, usual social media platform. So once again, thank you to um, White Namikaze and thank you also to Emma Castiel uh, for making the suggestion on the Sarah art. Um we were talking about uh, blunt moves here, Neff, and somebody who's been trying to move about the last few days, trying to decide what exactly to say about his life. One Tom Brady. I'll say it this way. I think 
that the person who leaked the decision, because I think that's what it was, he had already decided that he was going to go. Mm -hmm. But somebody in his inner circle leaked it to the media. Mm -hmm. Tom then decides, no, 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 no. You don't get to leak when I decide to leave. I tell you when I'm going to leave. Oh, yeah. Which is his right, but is also par for the course. He, he, Mr. Brady was never one to take, you know, somebody else, you know, saying things about Mr. Brady very charitably. We got, we got the leak, and then it's like, now he's not sure. And then he posts, uh, I guess uh, it was a long Instagram post, but it was broken up into like 10 tweets or something. The funny part is, there is a faction who are complaining that he didn't mention the first team that he ever played for. Oh, that's right. Because he, he, if I remember his uh, little tweet thanks on social media, um, yes, he gives all praise to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and then to his family. But yeah, he kind of left out that team in New England. Yeah, while, of course, the owner of the team in New England is very gracious and, you know, effusive in praise, knowing full well that had he made a different decision, because honestly, I think the decision was either Belichick or Brady, and he decided to stick with Belichick. So he's like, okay, I can be petty or I can be the bigger man. Mm. So I think he took the, I think he took the high road. Now, speaking of Belichick, I haven't seen anything. Now, there may have been something from him mm. about, you know, Mr. Brady. But if there isn't anything, that would not surprise me. Mm. Because I don't think Belichick thinks Brady is, you know, all that in a bag of crisps when compared to, you know, the amazing Belichick. <laughs> They're kind of like an inseparable duo, inseparable duo for so many years. Well, yes, but each of them at some point decided, I think, that they were the more important part of the duo. Mm. Sort of like, and again, this is going back to comics lore for, for those folks who don't realize it. When Batman and Robin eventually became Batman and Nightwing, and Nightwing said, hey, you know, I'm going to do this on my own. <laughs> and Bats is like, go ahead, do what you want. I'll find some other, you know, young squib to put in a multicolored costume and make them a target while I, you know, do my thing. <laughs> wow, that, that is a bit of a stretch. You could call it a stretch, but again, you don't have a breakup that messy right? without there being a story behind it. Mm. We may never get that story, or we, we might all be in the, you know, XIR old age home by the time it comes out. <laughs> but I guarantee you, there's a story to this breakup. And, you know, what's happened since. Now we get to deal with the big game championship in less than two weeks. Uh, did you expect the the teams uh, that won to uh, go ahead like this? Well, I'll say this. The AFC champion, I did not expect. Because I expected them to get completely destroyed in the championship game this past Sunday. Because, you know, since... That team had managed to take my team out back in the woodshed and, you know, strangle them slowly. <laughs> I figured they would take, you know, the Bengals. I'm going to use names now. And, you know, say, hey, Joe Burrow, nice offensive line you've got protecting you. Not. And run him over. 
And I think that's what's going to happen. I think I think in this case the Bengals are going to walk into SoFi Stadium and basically the Rams are gonna go lunch. <laughs> and it's gonna be burrow sandwiches for everybody. Oh no. That's kind of what you said about them last time, too. Yeah, but I'm sorry, Aaron Donald is not a person I would want to be facing on the other side of the ball. No, thank you. Mm. Mm. Because that gentleman is like, hi, crunch. (laughs) (laughs) We still have another week to figure out who we think is going to win. But yeah, uh, another game ending in a field goal and another game, the final score resulting from a field goal. So, And the best part is, Live by the overtime, die by the overtime. The irony is quite delicious, actually. Cowboys will win it all. Ha, ha, ha. Um, There's actually a meme going around now on social media that says now that the last two years the NFL's had to scramble because um, they've had to only work with two weeks to get ready for the Super Bowl in the stadium versus the normal five they like. Uh-huh. They are now going to host it permanently at AT&T Stadium since the Cowboys will never see the NFC Championship game ever again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's that's just a meme. It's just a meme, <laughs> but it probably is accurate, at least un- under current ownership. Oh, boy. Well, better them than the Washington Commanders. Oh, yes. Is that the name of the new team? And I said this to people. What do you want to bet and how long is it going to take till somebody shortens Commanders down? And calls them the Washington Commies. Which is horrible and is probably going to happen on air at some point. I'd say within the first month of the next NFL season. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boy. And Kay's just repeating everything you say in real time. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, it, it hit social media. The minute I saw that name, that was the first thing that popped in my head. I'm like going... Commanders, you know how you know how teams' names get shortened all the time, mm-hmm. you know, right. or they get you know twisted. For example, the local hockey team, mm-hmm. the Make Me Laughs, the Maple Laughs, <laughs> you know. And as a as a fan of the team, all I can do is just cringe and just go, "Murder is illegal, and I'll get caught. Murder is illegal, and I'll get caught." <laughs> One of the small things I've been. S- glancing over as i'm looking at the news today um we'll go to video games and then going back to japan here um another merger we just had microsoft and activision now we have sony and uh what's the name bungie Bungie. that's the uh the company behind destiny well consolidation happening lately huh well the thing is IP or intellectual property is worth money, right? I mean, that's the bottom line. So if you have an idea, if you have a concept, if you have a game or what have you, you're worth money. And these bigger companies are going, hmm, how do we keep making money? Answer, we buy 
other IP because we can't come up with any on our own. Yeah. We're too monolithic. We don't have any, you know, individual ideas anymore. Right. So we'll just buy all these companies and, you know, absorb their IP, like, you know, some sort of Borg. Right. You know? It, it, it's a big difference because this snatch-up reminds me of uh, 2008 and everything after that. That's when uh, Lehman Brothers collapsed. And a lot of the airlines fell into the consolidation game. So it's just reminding me of that situation over and over again. Well, I mean, I think almost every industry has had these mergers, collapses, etc. I mean, going back through history, for example, the automotive industry mm-hmm. in North America. I mean, how many people remember American Motors? Oh, yeah. AMC. AMC, exactly. Or, let's see. I'm just trying to think. Well... Even even the big guys have, you know, slash divisions that didn't make the money. For example, General Motors used to have Pontiac. We build excitement. Yes. You build nothing. <laughs> Oldsmobile. There's a special feel to an Oldsmobile. Not really. It's gone. <laughs> but, you, but you get the point. So, you know, it's not necessarily unusual for this to happen. What is is the speed at which it's happening and the dollars that are flying. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see these numbers of of purchases, and you're just like going, blink, blink. Holy crap, I'm in the wrong industry. And now now our our FTC is going to get involved because now they're going to scrutinize. uh, We just heard, I think this week, Microsoft Activision, they're going to scrutinize that uh, merger now. To be honest, and I say this as a Canadian whose own competition industry is pretty much uh, watchdog is useless, I honestly don't think the FTC even knows what what Bungle and Sony are, never mind saying, oh, we're going to scrutinize this, or Microsoft Activision. They're just going to say, huh, Microsoft? We know what that is. That's computers. Activision? Huh? You know? I mean, to be fair, though, most of the people on these committees will have been around when Activision first started many, many, many decades ago. Oh, yeah. But they will not have any clue. Mm. So. Ducky is here in the chat. Hi, Ducky. Uh, uh, she living in the D.C. area. Um, doesn't like the idea of uh, the name of the commanders. Oh, I mean, there were other options, but... I'm not quite sure what would have really worked that wouldn't eventually have been turned into a meme of some sort. Mm-hmm. For example, if you had said the Washington Generals, of course, that leads to the Harlem Globetrotter jokes. Uh, if you had said perhaps, oh, I'm just trying to think one of the other big ones that they were talking about, the Washington Redcoats. The Redcoats are coming? Okay. So I think Washington was kind of stuck. But don't forget, this is the same area that used to have a team, NBA team, known as the Washington Bullets. That was their name before they got changed to the Wizards. It was like somebody decided originally that Bullets was a good good name. I I, I don't think so. No, no, no. no. But, you know, (laughs) of course, there are also team names that change when the teams move, are folded. 
For example, the New Jersey Devils, who were the Colorado Rockies when they moved, who were the Kansas City Scouts when they originally were admitted into the NHL. So it happens. Mm. Kay apparently claims that the name was chosen a couple of years ago when the owner wanted it to be known as the Washington Warriors. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Washington Warriors would have worked. Mm. I mean, aside from the fact, isn't isn't there an NBA team known as the Sacramento Warriors? Or I'm trying to think. Oh man. So, but like I said, the owner of the Washington, whatever you call them today, right. Golden State. I got to be honest, Golden State, Golden State Warriors. Oh, yeah. thank you. Um, the, you know, the owner of the Washington, whatever you call them today. Mm-hmm. Is not exactly what I would call the most fine, upstanding gentleman anyway. So, mm. you know, the fact that this has turned into a bit of a schmozzle does not surprise me in the least. Yeah. The uh, fact that he and I share a first name, ah, <laughs> uh, that's just yeah, not prime. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about uh, things that are happening in Japan. We're talking about uh, changing of the guard or a new era beginning. Uh, it certainly is a new era beginning in Japan for our beloved Sega arcades. And I thought when I looked at the news at first that they were actually all going to go away. I was misguided. It's only the name Sega going away. Uh, I think because of uh, COVID-related conditions, the Sega name after, gosh, it must have been five decades at least? The Sega name Mm. is going away from its arcades in Japan. And the new name, I think, is called Gigo? G-I-G-O? Which, as I explained to JR Off-Air, is a very bad name if you're a computer programmer in English. Because Gigo is short for a very important phrase. What's that? In English. For example... And this is a bit of a, a diatribe. Databases, uh-huh. data. If you want to get data out of a program or a, progr- a program to get data out of a database, you have to make sure that the data is good. Otherwise, it doesn't matter what program you write, you're going to get crap or answers. So, what does GIGO stand for? Garbage in and then garbage out. Not what K said. I'm not going to repeat that on the air. Uh, let the, did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Mm, no, maybe, no. Maybe if VR becomes a thing, but I don't know. No. Um, I'm going to actually tell you what GIGO um, apparently stands for. Get into the gaming oasis. Uh, says it's... Uh, the leader of uh, Genda, which is the company that took over the remaining uh, Sega shares, I think. Get into get into the gaming oasis. Now I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, oh, okay, Metaverse. It's Ready Player One, just as it was written. Oh, <laughs> uh, like all I can think of is explaining explaining that you know short form with that. You know, long form, I'm like, no. That's some marketing drone thinking they're smart. Yeah. And I'm going, no. 
Get into the gaming oasis. Hi, my name is Parcival. <laughs> Get into the gaming oasis. Is he, isn't that the one you throw out the window for the dumb idea? Yeah. <laughs> you know the meme I'm talking about? You know, they sit around the board table. And eventually, you know, the last person comes up with a, either a dumb idea or a brilliant idea, but they still get thrown out the window, regardless. <laughs> Kay has a good idea. Just license the Sega name. Well, that would be too simple. Right. Uh, Japan still keeping its borders closed. We've had this uh, discussion brief and in long form over and over again. But now it looks like... Uh, 400 students are so important now that they're going to be let into the country. 400 students. Out of, I think, over tens of thousands who are in limbo or something like that. Which really begs the question, what are they taking in school? And I'm going, if it's nursing, okay, fine. But anything short of that? Or doctor, or you know, or medicine, anything short of that, I'm like, huh? What no. the point? But uh, no, we've we've had this conversation before, so just uh, go back to our recent podcast, and you know, get, you'll get our ideas on the situation. Not much has changed uh, in the last few weeks, but um, something else, Neff, that is apparently disappearing are garbage cans in parts of Japan. Okay, are they being replaced with incinerators, perhaps? Uh, I'm because reading that uh, the Tokyo subways are getting rid of uh, the garbage cans now. So if you have any gomi, as they say, or trash, uh, the subway station will not be the place for you to dispose of it anymore. Well, I can see one of two ways this goes. I know how it would go in North America if you tried that. Maybe in Japan it won't. Mm. So we can only hope, right? Right. That the um, the Asahi Shimbun seems to allude to uh, Tokyo Metro claiming that they are security and safety hazards. But they also point out that... Um, Tokyo Metro will also save money by not collecting garbage inside the subway stations. Well, okay. When they claim they're safety hazards, I'm going, what? Are Daleks moonlighting as garbage cans? And, you know, like <laughs> every time somebody tries to dump garbage into a Dalek, it goes exterminate. And, you know, there's a problem. <laughs> like what? Yeah, right. That's... Okay. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, but at least apparently they will still keep the recycling bins. They're just going to get rid of the trash bins. Hmm. I don't know. This this to me sounds like a problem in search of a solution. Mm -hmm. But we shall see, I suppose. Yeah. Um, we are keeping things short on the podcast tonight because uh, we are going on the Nintendo Switch tonight. Um, so that does take me a little bit longer to set things up for. Uh, we are playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I will show you guys the latest updates on my island. Um, specifically, the Iron Chef-themed part of my island now. Hmm. Iron Chef-themed. Yes. Mm. It's, not, it's not a lot of space to look at, 
But uh, I think there are some things here or there that I think, uh, and again, this uh, this whole concept started a few weeks ago when I started going back into the original Japanese Iron Chef episodes. And uh, mm. if you're a fan of the Japanese Iron Chef, um, there is a new Pluto TV channel that just runs all the Japanese Iron Chef episodes that were dubbed for the U.S. market back in... Uh, what late nineties, early two thousands? So a little bit of a throwback there. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, but as uh, Flax points out, no backdraft music, so it's not going to sound the same. You just have to kind of uh, tune music out the rights. music. <laughs> music rights. They're 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 horrible things and complicated and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, What's the- it's like with the passing of uh, Howard Hessman this past week at the age of 81. For those of you who don't know the name, oh. remember the show WKRP in Cincinnati. Mm. And if you don't know that show, brief rundown. Programming director shows up at a rundown radio station that the owner was trying to run into the ground to mm. sell it. Mm. He comes along and says, okay, we're getting rid of you know the classical music mm. and bringing in rock and roll. Q bringing in a DJ who goes by the name of Dr. Johnny Fever, or Johnny Fever as he would sometimes call himself. And Mr. Hesman played Johnny Fever for the four seasons of the show, and he was insanely funny. Because he played he played his character as if he was constantly on some sort of illegal substance <laughs> and nothing could phase him. Yeah. Up to and including a classic episode where the station has the bomb threat. Mm. He and another DJ go to a remote location and they are literally broadcasting from that remote location. And he's banging on what looks like a toolbox to him. Mm. Turns out that that was the bomb. (laughs) And eventually when the bomb goes off, you know, hilarity ensues. Luckily no one was hurt, et cetera. You know, it being a comedy show and all. But it's just like, he was like, wow, we thought the cops were after us. He was just like, whoa. Mm. The problem with the show now, although they have managed to do this uh, correctly somewhat. Right. Originally, when they tried to put it out on DVD, all the music was gone. Which kind of is a problem when you're dealing with a show about a radio station. So uh, the distributors of the DVD managed to get most of the music rights in a later pressing. Mm-hmm. So you'll you want to find the later pressing where most of the music rights, you know, the, the music is there. All it's right. just a few acts couldn't get the rights for and had to replace it with generic stuff. Mm. But uh, but no, that was uh, that was a classic show, and I wonder if it's still out uh, with uh, you know available to watch somewhere. I don't think so because of the music rights thing again i only know the distributor um shout entertainment i think they're called oh yes is that that the same uh the shout factory is that the same company behind uh the re-release of the power rangers power rangers transformer uh g1 transformers and a bunch of other stuff wow yeah so hey. they, they had varied and eclectic uh library you could say I'm going to take a look at this real quick on a website. Uh, well, you can buy it on Apple TV. 
Hmm. I'd be curious to know what the damage is. I mean, there were four seasons. Mm-hmm. So the question is, do they have all four seasons in one? Or do, of course, um, Apple do the Apple thing and do one season at a time? Just one, apparently. Ouch. So you can... Uh, let's see. You can buy one season on iTunes. And uh, how much is it? Let's see. Ten bucks. You can get the whole okay. first season. Only the first season? Only hmm. the first season. That could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think the famous Thanksgiving episode is in that first season. For those of you who don't know the reference, this was another one of the owner's son's harebrained schemes. They were celebrating American Thanksgiving. So what did they do? They went up in a chopper. What did they do with turkeys? They tossed them out the chopper door. The problem was, turkeys don't fly. Yeah. <laughs> and as per Les Nessman, the famous newscaster from the show, yeah. there are these brown things coming out of the helicopter. <laughs> they're, they're falling like wet cement. <laughs> oh, my God, they're turkeys. <laughs> and the best part is, the owner's son, after all this schmozzle has happened, says... As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could, could fly. fly. <laughs> <laughs> that that just came back to me because I remember and the best part is clip we, a few times. And I, I was going to say, we just have people in the channel literally repeating, you know, the line because it is that <laughs> infamous slash famous. <laughs> oh, the mog almost had a turkey come through his windshield at one point. Yikes! That 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 would be uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> that's about the same, you know, in terms of scare scares as you know when a moose crosses the road in Canada. You do not want to hit a moose because <laughs> a moose is gonna win. Oh yeah, you know, there's this minor problem of them being, you know, quite heavy Just and minor. sturdy. <laughs> but. um so yeah, um, we could talk a little bit more, but as again, uh, I do need a little extra time to set up the switch. Um, I could go into real quickly on how I'm seeing all these old Japanese horse racing stakes race replays show up on my YouTube recommendations, and they're all for horses that were immortalized in well. They were not immortalized because the races immortalized the series, Uma Musume. Yeah, it's amazing how the YouTube rabbit hole, you start going down there and it's just like your recommendations turn into absolute sludge. (laughs) My favorite is I started watching car reviews and eventually I'm getting to, let's review a 1972 Citroën, French, French car. And it's like, but with a modern, in other words, not we're talking about in 72. We're talking about a review like now. So you're talking about a 50-year-old car for one and a French car for another. The, the, you're not going to get, you know, lots of praise except maybe for the handling. Because everything about, else about a, car, a French car from that era, yikes. Ducky has 40 turkeys in her backyard right now. Wow. Is she trying to get a head start on Thanksgiving is my question. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm <laughs> Turkey Raid. <laughs> Ouch. And yes, they can fly. Yeah, they do. As um, as Mog said, uh, they do fly. They don't fly too high, though. So, well, I mean, if you're dropping them out of a, a helicopter, yeah, that's not going to work very well. <laughs> <laughs> as God is my witness, we're going to go to the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or anything you hear on Extreme Anime Radio Twitch streams, drop us a line at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. Or check us out on our social media pages, which you can get to by going to linktree.com forward slash anime radio. There you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Instagram account, our Twitter account, our Discord server, and our YouTube page. And we have archived versions of this podcast at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. So uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us these last few days as we've uh, celebrated Extreme Anime Radio's 21st birthday. We did a little bit of uh, Jackbox on Monday. We did a little bit of flying and reminiscing about uh, the two decades plus of this little side project, uh, Flying Last Night in Flight Simulator. And now we are... Don't Don't forget one thing, important thing, JR. We last one more year, we've equaled Tom Brady. (laughs) <laughs> we last two more years, and we've beat him. Oh, no. Does and that... we're one of the few things that would eventually have beaten Mr. Brady. <laughs> so that's our new uh, that's our new goal now, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, folks, uh, please look forward then to 2024 when we, uh, when we hit this important milestone. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to get set now for Animal Crossing um and again um as i was continuing my thought thank you to everybody involved with extreme anime radio over the years thank you to the cosplayers and the artists um and once again thank you to uh white namikaze and also to uh emma castiel for her idea of this new sarah artwork in the dance studio with this young girl that we will be debuting uh tomorrow on our social media platforms so we hope you will stick around uh, probably um, as we finish this podcast. It'll be about 10 or 15 minutes before we fire up the Animal Crossing stream. So please look forward to that. But in the meantime, for Neff, I'm JR. Thank you for enjoying the Extreme Anime Radio podcast on 2-2-22. Remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Radio podcast. And don't forget to check out our Twitch streams at Twitch TV. Not anime. Is it Twitch TV? No. At anime radio? No. Twitch, uh, Twitch and it? Anchor are two different things. Uh, good night, everybody. Anchor.fm slash anime radio. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>